Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Parkinson's Recovery Radio Network. This is Robert Rogers. I interview individuals from all over the globe who have perspectives on what can provide relief for the symptoms of Parkinson's. Some of the individuals I talk with uh, actually had the symptoms of Parkinson's and have found incredible ways to uh, get relief and, and lead incredible lives. Other individuals that I interview are healthcare practitioners of one type or another, people who are naturopaths, homeopaths, osteopaths, medical doctors, people who do EFT and hypnotism and you name it, uh, to be able to get their insights on what types of ideas they have for what can help provide relief from the symptoms of Parkinson's. Today on my program, I interview Dr. Rami Angel, who is a individual who has practiced uh, healing for now over 20 years and who has created her own form of therapy called CORD therapy. That's C-H-O-R-D therapy. Uh, Dr. Angel is from Nashville, Tennessee. Listen now to the first segment of my pre-recorded interview with Dr. Ronnie Angel. This is Robert Rogers from Parkinson's Recovery. I am in the clinic offices of Dr. Ronnie Angel, who is a specialist in cord therapy. And I want to welcome you today for uh, being able to be available to answer questions about cord therapy. Hello and greetings. Uh, This is Dr. Ronnie Angel, and I am a creator of modality called cord therapy. And this this came into my world and my existence through my own experience of healing a disease that uh, was supposed to kill me. And what I discovered was that when I was able to get in touch with the emotional aspect of the disease I carried, I could be free of it. And so cord therapy was born. Uh, In 1974, I was diagnosed with a cancer that was uh, very minimal and very easily removed through surgery. But I created the experience of having that surgery botched, and so it spread throughout all of my body, and I went into metatastasis. And three years later, I had uh, five doctors tell me that if I lived uh, six more weeks, I'd be unlucky because I'd suffer every minute. And it was at that point in my life that I manifested in my world a doctor, a medical doctor, to come back into my life and agreed to treat me without chemicals. And it was through his influence of non-chemical treatment and bringing in medicines from around the world, which at that time uh, in the late 70s was very, very unwelcome in our country, unfortunately. But he did bring in from the Europeans, from the Asians, from practically every continent on the planet, medical personnel from those traditions to treat my cancer. And they were very successful with the physical part. And then a couple of years later, I uh, developed a new cancer in my breast. 
And it was at that point that I realized that it was not going to be a physical healing of my body to end my relationship with cancer, but rather that I needed to find out why I emotionally needed cancer. And so my journey began with this same doctor to learn why I was choosing the experience of cancer. What did I want to know from it? And out of that healing with him, I created cord therapy, which is cellular healing of repressed distress, C-H-O-R-D. And although the doctor that I worked with consciously led me down this path through ego, I have, through my training to be a psychologist, been able to put together a program where I work with my patients in a deeply relaxed state of state to accomplish the same goal so that their ego doesn't have to have involvement. And we work with the results of your disease to discover your emotional cause of your disease and help you to rewrite that program in the cells of your body so you no longer need to have it. We have uh, over... 20 years plus, been doing this work, just knowing it was right. And here lately, there have been other folks in the medical community, such as Dr. Bruce Lipton and others, who have proven in laboratories that what we do is valid. And this has been very rewarding to us, because even though I knew it worked, and my patients knew it worked, we had no way to tell the world this is why it works. And so why our therapy works is because what we are doing is actually guiding you to rewrite your beliefs in yourselves to your personal truth rather than to the message that they received through the environment that you were raised in. And things in your environment have taught you that X equals Y because that's the general consensus. But that might not be your personal truth. So your parents having a disease doesn't mean you have to have it. You living a certain lifestyle doesn't mean you have to have the same outcome as everyone else. What is your truth is what creates your reality. And through this cord therapy, we can help you to find your truth. Can you connect just with perhaps a sampling of individuals that have the symptoms of Parkinson's and discuss in general might be some of what are the emotional issues that are stored at the cellular level for an individual that has the symptoms of Parkinson's? Um, and this is very general. It's very difficult to go exact to each person because we all have our idiosyncrasies that attach to it, such as my personal issue with cancer was a, a very strong self-hatred and huge anger at myself for the way I had created my life to be up to that point. Uh, as in cancer, a basic uh, component 
for the majority is a self-anger. Within Parkinson's, the energy is much more about in, feeling incapable, being uh, at the mercy of, not having control, not being able to make choices that are uh, viable choices that you have the ability to fulfill. And it's it, the picture that I receive when I look into Parkinson's as a general disease is swimming upstream against the current and not having the tools or the belief within yourselves of empowerment to go with the flow of life as you've created it, to go with the flow of your world, your circumstance, and find your own personal awesomeness within that. So given your therapy, you're able to remove all of what is stored at the cellular level. How do you do that? How does that work? Okay, it's very simple and yet very complex, I guess you would say. Uh, when you co first come into my office, you sit down with me and you just talk to me for a half hour, give or take. Nothing is exact. And uh, it really doesn't matter what you talk about. Because the conversation that you have is going to first bring your energy fully into our space. And you can't help yourself. You automatically talk about things that bring your cellular memory to the surface regarding the issue that prompted you to call me. And so you will bring into our presence what particular aspect of your illness you are ready to address. And uh, when we have, we call it filling the basket, and we see it as an imaginary basket that sits between us. And when your basket is to capacity, then I ask you to lay on my magic table. And uh, people will tell me I can't go into theta state. I can't relax. But the table is magic. And everyone relaxes. And when I have you lay on my table, I'll put my hands on your feet and feel your energy and find out where you are. And then I'll usually give you a couple of stones to hold. Sometimes the stones will actually bring you a balancing because the gem gemology community of planet Earth is made of the same elements of, as the human body. And they work together interchangeably, bringing energy to one another. And sometimes it's just because you want something to hold on to. So most of the time I give you stones. And then I have a handheld crystal bowl that I use to open up what we call the soul eye or the third eye that is in the middle of your forehead. And that connects you to your own personal awareness of self. And then we take that and balance the energies of your body fuller into your own presence. And then we place it on the chakra that is known as the personal power center and awaken that and bring it into full aliveness. And from that moment on, my process prevents me from influencing you. And you are now in charge. I can tell you nothing that is not your truth. 
and if I try to, you won't believe me. But at the same time, you also won't be able to lie to me or to yourself. After I finish that process, I go back and sit down in my chair, and I have written a book that's about four or five inches thick, and in it are, I keep thinking all of the false beliefs, but the book grows, so I know we're not there yet, and I don't think we can ever get there, that any of us here in human form on planet Earth can have. But I spend the next 20 minutes then asking you questions, and you tell me where the answers to my questions are in my book. The questions that I ask you are things like, uh, will we use one, two, or three today? And when I say that, you say one, one, two, or three, whatever number comes to your mind. And then I turn to that page, and then I say, tell me two numbers that fall from one through whatever. And then you tell me those two numbers. And the session continues asking you questions for about 20 minutes like that, and every question is the same. It's a range of numbers, a range of colors, a range of letters. Sometimes it's just nonsense words. But I'm asking you through your spirit, your cellular memory, to tell me what your truth is. And your ego is asleep. It has no clue what one through means and so it can't make a conscious decision of what answer it's going to choose and after I finish asking you about 20 minutes worth of questions then I come back to your body and I place earphones on you with the sound of the ocean waves and you go into a deeply relaxed state and find yourself somewhere on the beach just at peace and at that point I record all the answers that you gave me and what they meant on a piece of paper, and I read to you what you told me. Now, I'm talking to your cellular memory, and the purpose of the earphones is to keep your ego occupied so you don't consciously hear me, but your cells hear me. And there's this magic that happens When your cells hear a falseness, they reject it. And when they hear a truth, they accept it. And so as we do the process, for every false belief you tell us, you also tell us your personal truth. And so when I'm telling you what you told me, and you say to me, I feel I have no value, and I say that back to you, you also say what your personal truth is as regards that. And I, that can be any one of a zillion things, but they all point to your awesomeness and your own personal power to live your life as you design it. And so your cells hear that last. There is a major part at this session that winds it all up in the end where you have given me a list of seven or eight words that are words, part elements of your soul truth as regards who you are. And you give them to me in a certain order, which creates a sentence, but not a sentence I've placed in the book, but rather a sentence that you create yourself 
through giving me the list of words that is your soul truth. And so that is what seals your session for that time we are together. And we place that directly into your solar plexus. And that seals your healing within your being. And after I've finished all of that part, and I've fully seeded your personal truth into your cellular structure, to your body being at all of its eight layers of existence, then I bring a color through the crown of your head that represents an angelic quality of you, and another through the soles of your feet that represents a second angelic quality of you, both of which you have identified as being appropriate for you, and bring that circuit of color through your body. And that brings you back into awareness and presence in the moment that we're in. And you come automatically back into your awake state. You take the earphones off. And then when you come off of the table and sit back in the chair with me, you have told me a certain amount of information that when you tell it to me, you say, my ego needs to hear that. And so I read you all of that. And then I hand you the piece of paper with it written on, and you take it home with you, and it's yours now. And it's fully implanted in your body, and it is a part of you. And you really don't ever need to look at that paper again, but you'll want to. And so we give it to you. This is Robert Rogers from Parkinson's Recovery. You're listening to my pre-recorded interview with Dr. Ronnie Angel from Nashville, Tennessee, who is talking about a approach for healing at the cellular level that she has invented and created and that she practices herself called CORD therapy, C-H-O-R-D therapy. You can always listen to any of the uh, Parkinson's Recovery Radio Network programs at Thursdays, 11 o'clock Pacific Time, by calling in to the following number, 347-945-5358. Or, of course, you can also connect through your computer from anywhere in the world. We now return to the second segment of my interview with Dr. Ronnie Angel. So, Dr. Ronnie Angel, you have a Ph.D. in psychology, but for many people, what you just described does not sound like traditional psychology. Can you say more about your connection between your your training as a psychologist and what you do now? Okay, I began my work uh, or my studies to become a psychologist uh, at the, the, uh, how do I say this, at the urging of the medical doctor who helped me to win my battle with cancer. Uh, When I went in for the last surgery, he said to me, okay, this is the last bout you're going to have, little girl, so what are you going to do with your life? And I said, I want to do what you have done for me. I want to help people to learn how to live. And so he said, okay. And uh, I had a marvelous experience, which is a story for another time, during that surgery. Well, we'll go ahead and throw it in there, okay? I, um, I actually died during the surgery. And uh, 
I was dead long enough that they were preparing to send me to the morgue. And I had the most marvelous experience of becoming united with the love that everything is. Uh, Nothing in existence is not that love vibrating at some level of vibration that we've assigned to it. And I knew in that experience that I was that love, yet I was in an experience separate from it. And as a part of that experience, the aspect of me in human form that is still residing as soul, as that love, united with me in a way that I had conscious awareness of it. And I became aware that I had choice to stay there or come back to planet Earth and fulfill the purpose for which I had come in the beginning, which was to awaken people to their awesome perfection as soul essence in human form that we refer to in our work as angel. And so um, it's not like here on planet Earth, folks, where you think about it and you make decisions and your mind gets all muddled up in it. But in that awareness, I I immediately reentered my body. Within three days, they did some tests on me, and there was no sign that I had ever had cancer. So the first body I healed was my own. And my doctor, who was by this time my dear friend, said, "Uh, when are you going to start college? And so I went and enrolled in college, and I began my degree program for psychology. And uh, I went for five years, and I had finished the undergraduate work, and I had finished the master's work, and I had begun to do some of the work on the doctorate level. And I had two experiences come to me that made me realize I was on the wrong path that what they were teaching me was not the kind of psychology that could help people to be well. Uh, The first thing was uh, my ethics professor told our class that uh, we were accountable to keep our patients an average of 17 years because it took that long for people to begin to heal. And my spirit knew that was false. My spirit knew that that's a third of a lifetime for a lot of people. And I couldn't face it. And so my discomfort with my training began. And then I went to Houston to work on the AIDS ward for children. And uh, I had a little nine-year-old boy die in my arms who was in tears because His uh, mother had abandoned him when he was diagnosed with AIDS and would not even talk to him on the phone because he uh, had AIDS. And he had contracted it through blood transfusion as a hemophiliac. And when this little nine-year-old wept at his moment of passing, saying, what have I done that was so horrible that my mommy doesn't love me? I just couldn't do it anymore. So I quit. And I went off on my own, and I developed cord therapy. And I said, here we go, you know. I don't need a piece of paper. I know what I'm doing here. This is right. This works. 
And I worked with the development of cord therapy for 20, well, let's see, I started in 1985 seriously practicing with it and growing it. And in 2005, I had a fella come to me and he said, why don't you finish your Ph.D.? And I said, what? He said, why don't you finish your Ph.D.? And I said, do I need it? And he said, no, but some of us would like you to have it. I said, okay. So I began to do some research, and I found a college that was willing to accept my life work uh, I presented case studies that showed the val validity, and I w was able to stand before the board, not live, but the process, and uh, prove to them that what I created worked and was valid. And so they awarded me the Ph.D. And... Uh, Something funny as a little aside that might help you to understand who I really am. Uh, when I was in college and I made the decision to not go on with the Ph.D. program, uh, my psych advisor, who was my very dear friend by that time, said to me, well, you know, Ph.D. is only piled higher and deeper. You'll be a success anyway. And I think that's why I never thought it was important. But as the gentleman said to me, it was important for some of the folks I work with. And the miracle has happened with receiving it. I am now welcomed into the traditional community. And I'm not seen as outside the box among those who know what I do because they see the success of it in their patients who they refer to me. I'm interviewing you in Nashville, Tennessee. Were, were, was, the, was the formal education that you pursued local, or did you go elsewhere? I was living in Ohio when I, when I went to school, so I went to Kent State University. You mentioned that you developed cord therapy. You're basically the creator of this. So... Did you get these ideas from other people? Did you have teachers? Or how did you invent this incredible healing therapy? Well, that used to be a hard question for me to answer before I finally was willing to believe what really happened to me. And I had many experiences where I would come to in the morning, 2 or 3 o'clock, sitting in front of my computer, having been typing for three or four hours, not knowing what I was typing, and not really knowing what it was till I read it. And so I guess you could say that the words within cord therapy have come from whatever you want to call it, but from a higher place. The methodology has come from the people who I have assisted along the way who have been my greatest teachers. I would have an idea and I would try it and it would work or it wouldn't. And when it didn't work, the person I was working with would show me how to make it work. And so I can't take full credit. 
I have been the vehicle, and I have had many teachers, both on this side of the veil and on the other side of the veil. Tell us about the work that you have done that has given you the greatest satisfaction. That's not an easy answer either. <laughs> of course, working one-on-one -on -one with a person and seeing them come from a place of... I work with depression, with addiction, with any kind of disease in the body. And there's a couple of cases that really stand out for me in the therapy itself. Uh, a young man who came to me, and as he has, he said to me the last time he came to visit me, when I first met you, I was a basket case lost and in the blackest hole on earth. And today he is uh, a world-renowned musician and artist and brings to the planet an awesome gift in a project that he has developed out of his own healing. Uh, it's called I Choose Love. And you will be hearing about it in movies that are coming out soon. And you can get on the Internet on my website and hear the basic song of it. And when you listen to it, know that this is the same man who said to me, when I met you, I was in the darkest, blackest hole you can imagine. And I had another young woman come to me who was taking 60 different tablets a day for her depression and her quote-unquote mental illness she'd been diagnosed with when she was 10 years old and had even had shock treatments and all of the horrendous experiences of mental ill health. And uh, after working with me for about four or five months, her psychiatrist told her, you don't need your medicine. I'm going to give you a prescription, but don't take it unless you're desperate. Keep going and working with that woman you're working with. So that is very rewarding to me to work with people one-on-one -on -one and see that journey and see them come from that place of completely lost and bereft here on this planet. Throw away people and become this awesome fulfillment of their potential. And then the other place I get my massive fulfillment is the class that I teach. And I, I named it Personal Empowerment Through Self-Love. My students have named it Awakening the Angel Within. And this is a class where I introduce you to yourself in a way that you fall in love with yourself and then you fulfill your perfect dream for you. And out of that has come artists and musicians and nurses and doctors and candle makers and whatever your dream is, even tattoo artists and tree people and whatever your personal dream is, through this class, you find it. And so that's very rewarding for me, too, because you, at the end of your time going through that awakening of your own personal self-love, you know who you are, and you know how to live who you are. And then the third thing that really fulfills me 
is working with the children. The babies, reminding them and implanting in them the memory of who they are as spirit when they first enter the planet and go through the trauma of birth that causes them to forget. And then they live these lives that are so full and so happy and so contented and they don't turn to the drugs and the pain and they don't go through the suffering that life can imprint on you. And when they go to school, the schools say, what have you done with this child? They're so well-adjusted. They're so self-confident. Because as I help them to clear the genetic memory, the cellular memory, the soul memory that could make their life be a crooked path, they learn how to live their life from their own personal truth. And it happens time after time after time after time. And the children are little sponges. They're so easy to work with because they know their truth. And they have no problem telling you. So the work with the babies would be when a baby might be, let's say, just four weeks old. Do the babies even remember that experience? Yeah, they do. Uh, I've worked with infants as soon as immediately out of the uh, delivery room and as high as 18 months. Uh, The younger they are, the better, because there's less for them to deal with about their environment. But I have one particular incident that is like, you know, it makes my heart sing all the time. I worked with a little boy when he was a month old, give or take, and uh, he and his family and I did the clearing of the birth canal memories and the the union of the family and the real integration of the group as one. And then a couple of years later, he had a little brother. And the mother called me to come and do the little brother. And when I arrived at their home, the older little boy is two years old now, and he's at the door and sees me coming and he runs and he tells his mommy, 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 the lady with the music is here and goes to his little brother and says, Alex, Alex, you're going to hear the angels. Now that, I don't think that one can be topped. You're listening to my interview with Dr. Ronnie Angel, who is the inventor of Core Therapy. This is Robert Rogers from Parkinson's Recovery. I have uh, written extensively about the recovery process, and in my earlier writings, I was frequently addressing the question of how long it takes to recover. And the reports that I gave in the writing that I did uh, back several years ago was that based on the reports back of individuals who had fully recovered, it looked like there was a large range, but it was somewhere between a couple of years and as many as 12 or 14 years for an individual to become literally symptom-free. I've really changed my thought process about that and acknowledged that that's a limiting thought process and decided that it's possible for healing to happen now. That's 
one of the reasons why I'm so excited about being able to interview uh, Dr. Ronnie Angel, who really is talking about just that approach, that healing happens now. You don't have to wait and figure that it's going to take years for it to actually unfold. Area code 862, you are now on the air. Hello? Hello? Area code 862, this is Robert Oh, hello. I'm calling through an interpreter. This is uh, just somebody listening in. Yes. Great, wonderful. Thanks for joining us. Dr. Uh, Ronnie Angel uh, and I uh, were doing segments of this interview, this previously recorded interview, and uh, uh, we got off on the topic that was actually not recorded of the following question. How is something created out of nothing? That is, the question turned on, okay, before there was any earth, before there was any physical reality, uh, how in the world did you create all of this? Uh, how did it happen? And so what you're going to hear now in the third segment of my interview with Dr. Ronnie Angel is her reflections on answering that rather interesting question. We then turn to more very specific issues about the symptoms of Parkinson's. In the time before time when all that existed was the nothing that everything was, the first desire was born, and that desire was for the new to know itself. And so the grand dreams began, and this dream that we are participating in here is the dream of planet Earth, and that is the dream for the nothingness to know itself through the experience of what the dream is not. And so here on planet Earth, we have the experience through sensation, emotion, and feeling of all that appears as not love, yet it is made from love, as love, and is love. For we are here to know ourselves as the love that we are, expressing as love in experience of not love. And so as you look on our planet from out in space, you see this great blue ball. And that blue is the color of gentleness and of awareness. And as you come closer to the earth, you begin to see its whiter hues that come from the clouds around the earth. And these are the colors of peace and purity. And then the paler blues begin to show the colors of enlightenment. And the nearer you come to planet Earth, the more colors you see. And you see the yellows of freedom and the browns of permanence and the greens of healing and wholeness, the oranges of willingness, and all of the hues of all of these. And all of this on planet Earth is surrounded by the blackness of space, which is the magic within which we operate. And the twinkling stars and the moon in our heavens 
They bring to us the rays and colors and expression of our purity, of our awesomeness, of our capacity to awaken to knowing our own truth. And the oceans of our world bring to us the colors of truth and calm and integrity. And so you see, as we have created this grand dream of planet Earth, we have put within it all we require for the nothing that everything was to know itself as the love that it is in this experience of separateness and of not love in its expression of self. How is something created out of nothing? Well, in the time before time, when all that existed was nothing, it was that nothing that is the love. And from that came the love that we are. And that leads us into the class that I teach because the class that I teach is about you finding that love of you and knowing you as that love. We have been on this planet for a long, long time knowing ourselves as the love we are through experience of not love. And we are moving in this time, in this era, in this expression of awakening to our own awesomeness, coming into place of readiness to know ourselves as the love that we are through love and in the expression of love as love. And so many teachers have come forth. I am one. I bring this to you through reminding you that you are that love and showing you that love through the class that I teach. In that class, we use colors, and that's why we begin that se- this segment with colors, because you will learn how to know your story, your truth, your expression of you in your honesty through understanding color as it flows through you. Is this a set of classes that you uh, teach that go over a period of time, or is it more like a workshop that goes over a day or two, or how is is it exactly organized? Uh, This particular class that we speak of now is 25 lessons. We meet one day a month for three or four hours, and uh, in that time period, you work with a new learning about you, and you learn more about you with color. Excuse me. And then for the remainder of the month, you're in contemplation about a future learning. And then you come back to class. And we expand that learning from where you started with your contemplation of it. These classes are offered in Nashville, Tennessee? Uh, I can travel anywhere. As long as my expenses are covered and you have four students that are willing to pay the $80 a session, I'm there. Meaning uh, England, France, uh, Italy, Australia, uh, New England? Wherever you want me to come and you get me there. What is your website? Uh, My website is Cord 
chordtherapy.com. C-H-O-R-D therapy.com. And my email is Dr. Ronnie Angel. That's D-R-R-O-N-I-A-N-G-E-L at gmail.com. For people who have the symptoms of Parkinson's, what would be recommendations that would come to your mind that would be helpful to them, things they could do themselves? As in any kind of disease in our body, the very first thing that I recommend that people do is find within yourself a method to know yourself as the awesome being that you are. And one of the first places that I take people and ask them to begin is get a mirror, a mirror that's about five inches in diameter. A round one is best because then you have no sharp edges. And every day, look at yourself in that mirror and give yourself permission to really see you. And when you look deep into your eyes and you see you, not the manifestation of you, but you through your eyes into your eyes, you'll begin to see the love that you are. And that will begin you opening yourself to your perfection and your power to create your reality exactly as you desire it to be. And this is a promise I make to everyone. When you know yourself as the love that you are, there is nothing you cannot achieve through that recognition including curing your physical body, changing the circumstances of your life, going from A to triple Z, just because you choose it. Once you choose it, from that soul place, the doors open, and all you have to do is walk through them, because you've made the choice. There happen to be many, many people out there in the world who have the belief that once they have the symptoms of Parkinson's, they're going to continue to degenerate and deteriorate. It sounds like what you're saying is that's a bunch of fooey. Whatever we believe is what we create. We create through our thoughts. This is what Dr. Lipton has proven that your environment has as much influence on your world as nature and nurture. And so if in your environment you are recreating constantly the belief that your cells are ill, they will remain ill. And as many other of the modern medical community have proven, our cell structure in our body recreates itself continuously. So if I am rebuilding the cell of my body, why can I not rebuild it whole rather than diseased? What would you say to the person who says, but Dr. Ronnie Angel, 
I find that I know it's all true, that my thoughts are going to manifest my reality, but I can't help stop thinking negative thoughts about my future. That's where processes like what I do come in, honey, because we help you to do that. That is why we work in the theta state, because that belief pattern that you have so ingrained in your ego, you cannot let go of it through your ego. The ego of the human body is like a processor on your computer. Whatever you program it with is what it's going to produce. And so in cord therapy and in angel awakening and in all of the work that I do, we're rewriting the program in your ego. And we're rewriting it to your personal truth. And if your personal truth is wholeness in body, mind, and spirit, that's what ego is going to produce for you. Many of the people with the symptoms of Parkinson's that I interview would rather do it themselves. It sounds like what you're recommending is it may be necessary for people to seek out help and to find someone who can help them through the issues that they're facing, somebody just like yourself. It's probably an easier journey that way because it isn't a journey of will. It's a journey of allow. And it's really hard for your ego to say, I'm going to change my program. That's like asking your computer processor to rewrite its own program. And the only reason it does that is if somebody else puts a virus in it. And then that mucks it up more. So we come with our processes and erase the whole program and give you your program as you designed it. What's the one thing you would like people to remember about this interview? that you have the power to create your life exactly as you desire it to be. And for most of us, it's a scary, scary journey. But it is so worthwhile. And once you find the empowerment from within you, your life is a journey of awesome, awesome fulfillment of your potential. And so... What I would like for you to take away from this is you have the power to create your life however you choose. And probably the foundational principle that I can give to you that will help you more than anything else is give yourself permission to leave your past behind you and wait for your future to arrive. And live in this moment. And if you'll do a little experiment with me right now. And forget about your history. Forget about your dis-ease in your life. Forget about your expectation. And put all of your focus and attention on this moment. And feel what you feel. I promise you, you will find only joy. You've talked about seeing individual clients here in your clinic in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, and you've also talked about your classes that are also held in Nashville, Tennessee. But many people listening to this program aren't from Nashville. In fact, they're not from Tennessee. Do you do uh, consultations over the phone? Do you do long-distance work? Yes, I do do work over the phone, and I do long-distance. However, it's a different type of work, and it doesn't get as deeply into your issues 
unless you are capable of allowing yourself to fully relax without me being present there with you. And sometimes that's hard with a telephone because you're worried about the phone, you're worried about what's going on around you, you're worried about the person you have to have there with you hearing what you're saying. And so it really is better one-on-one. Now, the medical intuitive part of my work, I can work with that over the phone very easily. I can walk you through many guided meditations and different processes like that. But for the really in-depth, full healing, it's far better if we're face-to-face. Is there any question I should have asked you that I haven't asked you yet? You've been pretty thorough. Possibly you uh, have not asked me about what my fee is, and that's a very important part of my work. Uh, I have uh, I have a fee that uh, people have difficulty with because for my services as a psychologist, my fee is that you take care of yourself first without bringing harm to me, and then if me without bringing harm to you acknowledging this is my livelihood. My fee for my classes is $80 each session. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time to be with us today. It was a quite illuminating discussion, I must say. Thank you very much for having me. You've been listening to my interview with Dr. Ronnie Angel, who is the inventor of cord therapy. This is Robert Rogers from Parkinson's Recovery. I want to encourage all of those of you out there who are doing things to find great relief from the symptoms of Parkinson's to let me know about it in an email or phone call. You can always contact me at Robert at parkinsonsrecovery.com that's p-a-r-k-i-n-s-o-n-s r-e-c-o-v-e-r-y dot com I'm receiving now emails literally every day from individuals who tell me stories of the types of things they're doing uh, that are helping them get relief from the symptoms the stories vary greatly And I'd love to be able to document your story on the Parkinson's blog and in the Parkinson's newsletter. Let me know what you're doing. It's not necessary or important that you're you're totally symptom-free. That's obviously not important. But it really does help other people to see and hear uh, all about what other people are doing to get relief from their symptoms. The amazing thing is the great variety of what people are doing to get relief. And so if you've got something you're doing that you know really helps, please let me know about it so that I can then post that on the blog or also put it into the newsletter so that other people can uh, see it, think about it, and consider that as a possibility for themselves. We do know now from extensive research and discussions and interviews with many, many, many individuals with the symptoms of Parkinson's that there are many different approaches that can help you get great relief. And the reality is there are certain approaches that are going to help you, but probably not other people. So the more people know about the alternatives, the more they can begin to experiment and find out what's really going to help them get incredible and sustained relief from their own symptoms. So let me know about it. And if you haven't already, sign up for the Parkinson's Recovery Newsletter. 
it does come out uh, uh, literally every day. And I have had some individuals who have unsubscribed about once every month who basically said, boy, this is too much information for me. I'm, I'm a bit overwhelmed. But I also believe that it's really important in order for you to be able to sustain a recovery program to hold that positive belief that recovery is possible so that what I'm doing in the newsletters is reporting to you what I am discovering through my own research of discussing with individuals who have the symptoms what they're doing to get relief. And the stories are encouraging. They are exciting. There are a lot of people out there in all countries across our wonderful globe who have found ways to get relief from the symptoms of Parkinson's. So there's obviously not one answer, but we do know that there are many things that are, are possible therapies that really provide great, great help. Some of them cost a little money. Some of them don't. So there's a great variety in terms of what's available to you in terms of what you could consider. So please let me know. It's Robert at Parkinson'sRecovery.com. I would really love to hear from you and find out more about what it is that uh, you're doing to get relief from your own symptoms. And uh, that's what's happening uh, in Parkinson's recovery. We continue to do our radio show every Thursday morning at 11 o'clock Thursdays Pacific time. That's uh, uh, 2 o'clock Eastern time and uh, 1 o'clock Central time. Um, we have uh, many fascinating and exciting guests that are coming up in our shows over the coming weeks. Next week, uh, I'm working out of the box here for the next several weeks, and by that I mean I'm going to be interviewing Aisha, who actually prepares individually uh, crafted candles uh, that that have intentions that are set so that you can manifest what it is that your heart desires. It is, I want you to know, a fascinating interview. I never knew that you could pour an intention into a candle, but that's what she does, and she's been doing it for years and years. So she's going to tell us how that works and what you can do to make it actually happen. Uh, so uh, look forward to what's going to be a truly fascinating interview with an individual whose sole profession is candle making, but just not making candles, making candles that carry with them a, an intention that is set by you. Uh, I found that to be, I just want to say to you, a fascinating interview. And for all of you out there, please know that each and every radio program is always recorded, and you can always download the programs if you happen to miss them live. The recommendation I always make is get an MP3 player and download the programs into your MP3 player, and then when you're out exercising, just listen to the programs. Uh, I think you'll find that there's lots of fascinating insights and perspectives that are offered by the many very different individuals that I interview every week here on the Parkinson's Recovery Radio Network. And that's what's happening on the shores of the Puget Sound, where all the men are handsome, and all the women are smart, and all the children are truly loved Know that you are on the road to recovery. Good day.